the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 The Answer presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information from the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Dottie Herman, and you're listening to Eye on Real Estate, the only show on all of live talk radio that is all about real estate and the trillions of things that have to do with real estate, which is trillions of things. Right now, our thoughts and prayers go out to all the millions of people in the United States who are struggling with the flooding and devastation of hurricanes. It's shocking to learn that only 12% of homeowners nationwide have flood insurance. And according to Insurance Information Institute, and so in our second hour, I thought it was appropriate, we're going to talk with Mike Conti, one of our New York's top insurance experts in flood insurance for both houses and apartments. And with flood insurance, do not take anything for granted, no matter what kind of home you live in. So you will want to miss this eye-opening interview later in the show. Um, Mike Conti will be happy to answer all your insurance questions that you might have at 866-970-9622. And I was just on the phone as I was driving to the radio show. I was just on the phone with uh, one of our clients in Florida who's become a You weren't on the phone when you were driving. (laughs) I was, but don't tell. Okay, I didn't see her. I didn't even know you were here. But anyhow, um, he, so he was, I just said, are you okay? Uh, Obviously, this this was a client in Florida that had, uh, they asked me to negotiate the price. It was $10 million off of what he was asking for. So I said, this is not million-dollar listing, okay? I'm not going to do this over the phone, okay? I am not going to negotiate $10 million over the phone, and I have to catch a plane. So I called the guy, and I was like, listen. I said, uh, really, I don't, know the, I don't know the values in Florida as, as well because I'm not in Florida. But I said, even if I did, I, I, this is, you know, $10 million is not going to – I have to get on a plane, and I'm not going to put that together in five minutes. And he said, oh, that's all right. I really don't want to sell my house, so I overpriced it by that much money. So mm-hmm. I said, oh, okay, so why did we take the listing? He said, oh, well, because it's a great house and the girl wanted it. So I said, if somebody yeah. buys it at this number, then I'll sell it. So, uh, But anyhow, he, he uh, became friends with me. And, then, you know, when I had gotten sick from that uh, thing, he, he, I kept in touch with him. And I just called him and said, how's everything going? And he has a house in... Um, Miami on the water and one in, I think, Palm Beach or both. Yeah, Palm Beach. And he said that he drove. He left at 4 o'clock in the morning, and he said he drove. He said, don't listen to the news because they said it was eight hours. He said he drove to Orlando in two and a half hours 
He did leave. Two and a half hours. Yeah, he, he was said exceeding he left at the speed four limit. in the morning. He's, well, this is what he told me. I, <laughs> you know, and then he said, but the, I, but I said, but the, the the storm now is supposed to really hit the West Coast. I right. was just talking to Ace. Mm-hmm. And Orlando's going to be hit too now, yeah. so he's driving yes. into the storm. He's so driving into he, Yeah, so he left where he was because they say now Miami will get hit, but not quite as Maybe bad. Not as hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and I was, you know, a lot of our, our Douglas <clears throat> Elliman agents came to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen a lot of people come here. A lot of people got out, um, and we're just praying. Did you see that island? I couldn't even. Oh, believe it. Barbuda is yeah. devastated. The building a, was ninety-five percent of the yeah. buildings are gone. Where yeah. are these poor people going to no, go I, now they, when they, the they next can't. hurricane hits? No, they can't go back. Yeah. They, they closed the island. They said that the that, well, no, they're there. I mean, people are still there, and, right, and there's but another hurricane moving, right behind it. No, but they're they're closing. They're they're there's no island left. There's nothing left. They can't rebuild it. So all those people have to be taken by the Red Cross to another island. They can't stay there, and they cannot go back for years mm-hmm. because they said how much money. There is like 95% of the island is gone. So devastating. So they all have to move to another island. And, you know, I don't know what kind of jobs they had or what was going on there, but that's jobs and people and that is like so sad, really. I mean, well, also, I mean, you know, but they only had one death, which is amazing considering there's no island left. I know. I, I mean, I'm, I was glad to hear that, but I was shocked that there was. Uh, they, I mean, then there's another one right behind it that's gonna supposedly yeah. gonna hit it too. You know, I, talking about insurance study, I was shocked that the rate of flood insurance has gone down significantly in Miami over the last couple of years. I guess people get, you know, they cut out an expense and they think they don't need it, but gone down by like 20 percent um well it's, it's, you know you, you, you really do need it and uh look we got hit with sandy and mm-hmm. so i was on long island at the time and downtown got hit badly but also long island got really decimated um and uh, you know people who didn't have insurance really uh flood yeah. insurance but you see, on and then they would say to me, well, this is the end. You know, Jerry, they've been telling us it's the end of real estate forever. So now this wasn't about the recession. This was about, well, will anybody ever move to Long Island because, you know, of hurricanes and, you know, you were, you know. Right. I said, well, if you don't like water, if you're afraid of water, then you can't <laughs> live here. Then you have to move to the Midwest. Okay? <laughs> or someplace like that. Yeah. And, and they built everything back, I mean, but it took a long time. I mean, you know, you mm-hmm. you uh, witnessed this. So, uh, I ho- do, hi, I do I, think- is, that, is that Jerry feeding? Yes, that's, oh, that's still me. I thought- yeah. <laughs> well, don't you, you know, Jerry? Did anyone tell you have a very sexy voice? But you sound. Good. <laughs> I, I've heard that before. Yeah, but, you um, <clears throat> yeah, not not television, but and radio. By the way, that is good for, for me, those so. of you who are joining us, <laughs> that is our attorney. And my co-host, Jerry Feeney, and he's a prominent real estate attorney in Manhattan who also lectures in real estate law, and he'll be happy to answer any legal questions about real estate that you might have. So I lecture in lots of things, actually. I lecture people a lot about of things. where yeah. not to leave their clothes <clears throat> in the house as they walk around and oh, well, how to properly load the dishwasher I was lecturing on last night. Well, people I'm love my lectures. Lecture. Okay. Life so advice. You could write uh-huh. like a life coach. <laughs> At 866-970-9622. And, of course, our mortgage and finance expert, Ace Wadatanasu Park. I like that. Good morning, good morning. It's only seven years, (laughs) is also with us. And Ace is the executive president of Citizens Bank. And if you're looking for a home loan, look no further. Citizens Bank was one of the top three lenders in the New York area. And unlike many banks, Citizen actually wants to give you the loan. 
yeah. uh, with the expert advice of people like Ace, and they really take the time. And I really believe that, again, that is so important that you do that before you find the home. And then you have a pre, you know, you know, you have that you've been pre-qualified because when you're negotiating, it's a plus for the broker to be able to tell the seller that they're approved for a loan. Now, the only thing we have to wait for is for your house to appraise. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> Citizens Bank also offers personal and business banking, student loans, home equity products, credit cards, and you can bank completely online if you want. You can even open an account online with Citizens Bank. Or you can visit one of the more than 1,200 branches and over the 3,000 ATMs across 11 states. Does anyone go into banks anymore? Not really, Dottie. I mean, <laughs> I that's like a thing of the past. I know. guess I'm, I'm old. You bank know, life. I remember the days when you'd have to wait online at the bank. Ace, you probably don't. It didn't have in your lifetime <laughs> ever happened. Jerry, do you remember <clears throat> that? Well, I'm much too young to remember it, but I've read it in books. And, you know, my mother, I do remember, actually, Daddy. My mother never wanted direct deposit when she worked. She wanted to get that check. She liked going downstairs to the bank. She would chat with the tellers. She, they all knew right, each she other. knew them all, right? She would deposit it in there. She knew when they were having a baby or getting married. And, yep. I mean, those days are quaint. Now you know the, that's that's like my it. mom, Jerry. She, yeah. she knows every single bank teller. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but that's kind of nice, right? It is nice. Yeah, it's yeah. nice. Point. I think relationships still. Mm-hmm. I hope that people still value them. Um, <clears throat> I, I think they're important, but again, who's to say? I guess it's a it's a different world. But I think um, that as much as you can do online, I mean. I know that now they had. I just I have to check it. Well, they was had a big breach in one of the um, credit things. So they're like telling you to check now your credit to see if you're. I mean, so you do have to be careful when you do things online. You do. Um, This uh, the New York Times, and I really was going to do it on the radio show. The New York Times just did a whole thing on how to protect your information. So I copied the link and I e- and I emailed the link to me so I could do it on the radio, but then the link is broken. So then <laughs> they said, "Sorry, our link doesn't really work." Yeah. Jer- and Jerry, I'm not sure, but I've been getting weird calls from a lot of different area codes, just you know, saying that you know I have an I- IRS tax fraud. If um, you know, they, I can verify my address. Yeah. All yeah, these this weird is, calls. Uh, how how new, did they get your number? New- well, I mean, first of all, the, the, the drive, calling on the cell phone is just driving everybody nuts. For a long time, they, they left us alone on the cell phone. But the, the, the newest one that, you know, my aunt fell for was the, somebody calling and saying they're from the IRS. That's, and they sound very official. And, and of what course, they you say? Know, you, you hear somebody from the, you think from the IRS, you get nervous. And, right. And she played the message for me, and it sounded quite official. But I said, look, I don't think the IRS ever <laughs> we'll call calls you. Exactly. you First, they will write to you, and I called my CPA, and he said, "Yes, absolutely, do not call them back." But they kept calling. What they say, Jerry? This is the IRS calls back. Well, yes, they do, and then you call back, and they said, "Was a problem with your taxes, and we need this Mm -hmm. and that," and and unfortunately, some people are susceptible to that, and they want you to send money, or or we need your bank account number because your your tax return and. And they put all kinds of fear into people who. And of course, the best people to do that to are older people. Are elderly people who maybe are less suspicious. Right. And, and they are trusting of the. Well, yes. they would probably think the IRS, I better do what they say. Exactly. And they're, and they're trying to do the right thing and they, and they get taken. So do not call. If the IRS calls you and you have not gotten a letter from them, do not call that number. Call the 
the general 800 number for the IRS, and you can say, are you guys trying to reach me? And they'll let you know if anyone's been trying to reach you. Yeah. Well, you know, we also, I just, you know, so we have a great, because I thought we should go over that insurance again, especially flood insurance, and so that you know, as a homeowner, especially in the Northeast, we live around water. Um, So, and then in the second half, um, if you've ever dreamed of moving to a tropical island... Okay, well, uh, then um, if you've ever dreamed of moving to a tropical island and living a life of leisure, uh, which, of course, I don't know if you want to be on an island right now. <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay, is- <laughs> uh, but we've got the perfect guest for you. Chris uh, Crowlow is the CEO of Private Islands Magazine, which is dedicated exclusively to the sale or rental of island properties all over the world. And over 4 million people visit the website to drool over private islands from all around the world. Um, Chris is going to talk about inexpensive and how expectedly very inexpensive it is to buy an island. Well, we sold Rock Island, right, Jeff? Remember? Well, uh, Rat Island? Rat Island. Rat Island, right? And, yes. and how much was that? I told everyone about it. So um, I don't think it went for an awful lot of money considering it was right off the coast. Well, of we'll York have to City. ask him if he ever heard of Rat Island. <laughs> yeah, it was well, one of, uh, It might not be in his magazine. And well, of it course, should be. Okay. Of course. Our and good friend Island. and our real estate uh, guru uh, of the Real Estate Academy, I believe Esther is uh, here. Good morning, Esther. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, can I just add to the bank a situation? My dad is 93. He lives in Israel, and he forgets his passcode every moment. If I didn't have my dear friend at the bank who recognizes him and knows he's 93, I would never be able to take care of him. So having a banker like Ace and knowing them even eye to eye is really important, especially with our age society where we don't always remember things. Oh, Esther. So I just want to bring it to your <laughs> no, attention. No, but Esther, I know that you you would probably agree with me knowing you that just I think in life, you know, and I'm not knocking the internet or doing business on the internet. I just think that you don't want to forget about personal relationships. They really mean a lot. Totally. Totally. And I think we really do tend to forget. And especially in the banking and ACE, you know that. And having a relationship with someone, especially as, and I see this almost every single day with my dad, who's 93, and my mother, who's 90, and he's accused of the banks when he can't get online of taking all his money. Well, they think mm-hmm. that, right? Then they get oh, older, totally. they think that everyone steals their money. Right. But maybe they do, and we just like think, oh, well, they're just doing that. <laughs> Thanks, Dottie. That really helps. <laughs> and and I, I just want to say, if I sound a little uh, sad, and it's because I do have an apartment myself I own in Hollandale, which is right next door to Hollywood. And I had a phone call from my tenant yesterday that said her neighbor has this tree on the balcony and he's refusing to let the concierge people to get in and get it out. So for anyone that really is being stubborn in Florida, I really urge everyone to, if you don't care about yourself, please, your next door neighbor might be me. And this pot could go flying right into my dining room. So, and my tenant will leave, and then I'm going to have a problem getting a new tenant. So, I, I just want to inform everybody how important it is to really be considerate of what but, you've got. You know what? I think I think that really I have to say, you know, it was kind of like 9/11, such a horrific thing. And I remember the wonderful that after 9/11, there was a period of maybe three to six months where. 
I just felt everybody was one, and you kind of looked at somebody, and you were New Yorkers, and you just, there was no, everybody totally. was one. There, totally. Th- and there was so much hatred going on because politics, right. and so right. I saw it when Texas got hit, this man who was totally devastated, I mean, he... But he, he, they helped him. They put him on a got him out. And he said, I just want to tell everybody, and this was when Texas got hit with, um, they, he said, I just want to tell everyone, don't listen to the news because we helped each other. Everybody helped each other. It didn't matter what color you were, how rich or poor you were. It didn't matter who you were. Everybody helped everyone. And I think you're going to see the same thing in Florida. And I think that... That I think that the whole news has polarized and made people think that everyone hates each other. But in a, in when things are tough, um, Americans come and help Americans. And so if there's one stubborn person, then there's one stubborn person. But truthfully, for the most part, I know because we have offices in Florida and they've been constantly emailing us, everybody is really helping out. And everyone's doing their part. I mean, there's always somebody that's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Has there, by the way, has there ever been a Hurricane Esther or hurricane. Yeah, I think there was. Body. She yeah, is. She's still Esther. around. She doesn't yeah. leave. She's still. She she's leave. still around. She's, she's still here talking. every. There's yeah. And you know, you know what's great, Dottie, because I'm so with what you're saying, is how insignificant some of the dramas we create in oh. our lives. Right. And all of yeah. a sudden, you turn around and you go, you know, we're eye on real estate. We're eye on shelter. It's our home. It's our hope. And you're so right because this is when we drop all the nonsense and all the politics and we go, wow, let's help each other. Because what it really means is to be grateful for our lives, for our neighbors, for our friends. And That's right. And really yeah. sticking together. And it's the first time I can put it on the news and they're not talking about politics. I know. Okay? Which is uh, refreshing for us. Yeah, first like after a while. And I just think that, you know, I saw it at 9-11. I saw it with Hurricane Sandy. Uh I just watched everyone come together and really help everyone and I think that we're we're really like that and I think that you know these you know the news and all that they want the drama of making everything a mm-hmm. fight and everything right. dramatic and all that and I think when it comes down to it people really do help each other totally. I mean, so yeah. in saying that we, we we really have a good show and um Jerry um, there was a question that somebody emailed me, and um, the question was for you, and it mm-hmm. said, what happens if a seller wants to cancel a deal, and under what circumstance can the seller say, I changed my mind and return the deposit? Hmm, well, that's a good one. I, I've gotten that several times in my career. You know, there's a concept in law called specific performance, which says that the judge can not just award money, which is what we're used to in disputes, but they can order you to do something. So, for example, if I contract with you to buy the Mona Lisa, let's say you own the Mona Lisa, the, the painting. I'd love and that. I contract, yeah, and I contract for the Mona Lisa. And you say, after we sign a contract, you say, you know what, Jerry, I don't want to sell you the Mona Lisa. I I'm changed keep my it. mind. I'll give you damages. The judge would actually order you to sell me the Mona Lisa because there's only one in the world. And real estate is the same thing. So a seller can't just change their mind. They can be ordered to sell that piece of real estate because it's unique in the world. Um, unless, of course, the buyer has defaulted, then they would have the remedy. But they can't just change their mind if it's a, a properly drawn contract. Do you own the Mona Lisa, by the way? Because you'd be very oh, wealthy. Yeah, right. woman <laughs> I have a, a copy. You have a copy? <laughs> I have a copy. Okay. We, we have to take a break. and we have, We'll be right back with Eye on Real, Eye on real Estate. We'll be right back 
Oh, by the way, you can also email us your questions at radioshow at element.com. You've heard of the fun police? Well, we're the opposite. The original donut shop coffee. Full-flavored, deliciously straightforward coffee best enjoyed with a smile. So good, it's criminal. (sighs) Enjoy a cup and sprinkle some fun into your day. Made for your Keurig brewer. Find it at Keurig.com and grocery stores everywhere. Just look for the bright teal box with the donut. The original donut shop coffee. Have more fun. Are you looking for a radio show that gives you straight talk, common sense, and the facts? Are you looking for a media outlet which offers all points of view? If the answer is yes, then listen to the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning starting at 8.30, right here on AM 970, The Answer. The Cats Roundtable is hosted by John Katsimatidis, a successful businessman who came to this country as an immigrant and built a multi-billion dollar business empire. He's met presidents, world leaders, governors, mayors, congressmen, state legislators, and you'll hear them all on the Cats Roundtable. Republicans, Democrats, independents, conservatives, liberals, and everything else you can imagine. You won't just hear their take on the news. You'll hear them make the news. Whether it's local, national news, or international news, you can read about it in the newspaper on Monday, but hear it first on the Cats Roundtable. Sunday mornings at 8.30, right after Murano in the morning. Only on AM 970, The Answer. Small business owners and sales professionals don't miss AM970's Business Networking Breakfast on October 19th. TV anchor and author Steve Adubato will lead an engaging discussion on business growth through effective marketing. We've assembled an all-star lineup of industry experts. You'll learn tips on marketing through social media, online advertising, sports, and radio from president and founder of Blue Rock Energy, Phil Van Horn, digital marketing expert Isaac Radansky, financial expert Gary Goldberg, and political expert and analyst Jeannie Zeno, Joe Pisco. Capo in the morning team will be broadcasting live. A delicious gourmet breakfast from DR Catering will be served. Don't forget, bring lots of business cards to enter for several great prizes. It's happening on Thursday, October 19th at Passaic County Community College in Wanakue. You'll come away with information, contacts, and motivation to grow your business. Entry is free, but you must register online at am970theanswer.com. The Salem Business Breakfast, sponsored by Blue Rock Energy. Dennis Prager here. And for two years now, I've been telling you about my wife, Sue, who tried Relief Factor because of her knee pain, and it worked. This is before I ever even heard about the product. I never endorsed a pain reliever, but now I am. And yes, now I'm taking Relief Factor too. Maybe you've heard me call it a miracle. In fact, listen to what Amanda from Texas wrote. I was having pain in my left thumb area and left side of my leg from my knee about four inches up. After about a week of taking Relief Factor, the pain in my leg has gone away, and a few days later, the pain in my left hand is gone. We've gotten thousands of these testimonials, and if you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip, or knee pain, or general muscle aches and pain, do what my wife Sue did. Try Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com. Or call them toll-free, 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Tree. Tree here, just calling to say thanks for letting me crash at your place the other night. <laughs> well, 
on your place. It was a rough night. I had a bit too much wind, and I think I, I might have broke your chimney, actually. So, yeah. Um, oh, any chance you'd want to drop off my tire swing? Yeah. I mean, if not, that's cool. Okay, later. Trees won't pay for tree damage. Luckily, one call to the GEICO Insurance Agency makes it easy to switch and save on homeowners insurance. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. Uh, we're back. There's Dottie. Yeah, no, no, I'm here. I just didn't hear any sound. I oh, didn't hear any sound. Oh, by the way, you know, I thought this fact was interesting, Jerry. Uh, and, and Esther, do you know that in New York, um, townhouse prices in Harlem rose mm-hmm. three times faster yes. than the rest of Manhattan. Yeah. Yes. Oh, forget about yes. it. Harlem is yes. so on fire with the fabulous townhouses up there. I mean, really great townhouse stuff. See, and and, and, and the, the, between 2009 and, two, and 2017, the average price per, per square foot of Harlem brown, uh, townhouses increased by 171%. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, from 237 to two to 642 per square foot. I mean, that's a big jump. Huge. And Huge. Um, and it takes to eight minutes via train to go from Billionaires Road, which is 57th Street, to 116th Street in Harlem, and it is an easy, smooth, incredible. Right. So people have discovered the island of Harlem and they're just and this is not only America, but people from all over the world. The first thing they want to know is tell me about Harlem. Tell I, me about I, Harlem. I, if you haven't been up there lately, well, the people ask restaurants me, are fabulous. Yeah, but people ask right. me, where should I put my money? What are hot areas? Which, you know, we'll talk about on one of the shows. I mean, I think, you know, there's all different kind of areas. But Harlem... Um, because it's so, it's less than the rest of the city. And what do I always tell you? Then it brings the value up. Um, and townhouses, uh, they have beautiful townhouses. They have beautiful brownstones too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you okay. don't have to deal with co-op boards and condo boards, right. and so you. Now, do you great. believe this is true? Um, I don't know. I don't believe this, but this is what I read. Um, they say that one in three recent, okay, one in three, home buyers. Now, this is nationally, so it's not about mm-hmm. New York. Made an offer, sight unseen, and that's up from nearly Nonsense. one in five years ago. Now, this Nonsense. is – and it says uh, – and I'm like, who no. – Redfin says this. And they, oh. say that they surveyed – Tell Redfin to call us today. Excuse me, Jerry. face. That's now, wait. Nonsense. Yeah, Jerry, they Ex- say that they're fa- – this is what Redfin – they said 33% of people who bought homes in the last year made an offer without – First, seeing the home in person. Well, I don't know if too yeah, many people no. at Douglas Elliman. This, just- right. this is Dottie. Finn I bought. No wait a second. Just ahead, a minute. Esther. This is Esther. Well, but you have a lot of extra money, Esther. So I no 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 no. I bought the apartment in Florida, mm-hmm. sight unseen, because I knew in advance the building. I knew the location. And okay. I had friends who would call me. So when right. it went on the market, I was not there. Right. I but did many, buy it. But how many how many times in your real estate career? Which is a long one. Have you Excuse had? Excuse cli- me. <laughs> have you had a client? <laughs> well, you did Woodrow Wilson's. Uh, Jerry, call. I'm have not you referring. Had a client who, I'm not who, referring. Well, who, have to you. Esther. Who, no, seriously. How many times have you had a client that that bid on something without ever seeing it in it's person? Different in New York than it is across the country. Oh, I, I don't think about twice. 
you know about something? twice, I think but they came a, to see it. Okay, guys, let's. I'm going to make this quick because we have a guest who's out on the line. Ooh, but I just want to say this, okay, because I don't want to have us argue about this. No, because, we're just debating. But I just, okay, uh, actually they say millennials are three times more likely than baby boomers to make plan and offer sight unseen. And like I've told everyone, my advice to you, and I think Jerry would absolutely agree with me, is do not buy a house sight unseen. No. Okay, unless you know the block, you know exactly where it is already. You don't know what the street's going to be like. You don't know what, you know, it could be next to a gas station for all you know, which is going to, you don't know. And so, and every, and see, that is why real estate is not like a widget. You know, it's not like something that you buy on, online and, you know, right. once you know what it looks like, they're all the same. Every parcel is different and yeah. it's unique. So I would say that unless you know the block, like if you lived there when you were a kid and your mom lives around, but I really don't recommend it. Then, and I don't see that it happens, at least in all of our offices, I don't see it happen a lot, you know? So I don't, I, I, I don't know. That doesn't mean that nobody would do it. Right. Okay? I'm not it's saying not a that. common thing. Yeah. Okay, but I, I, I just don't see it. I don't, I, I, I want you to, um, I think we have Chris, Chris Crowell on the phone. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. Thank you for calling in, and thank you for talking to us, because we always talk about Private Islands. Now, you are the CEO of Private Islands Magazine? Private Islands, Inc. Inc. And we have the, we, we own and, and put out the magazine, Private Islands. Okay. So, so the, first of all, how, how, you have a website? So what would somebody want to, uh, what would they go to to find your website? So you could go to privateislandsonline.com, and we've got about 900 islands on there for sale and 900. for rent. 900? Okay. Yeah, all over the world. All really? over the world. So we have the prices starting at around 60000 70000 for a very tiny island, let's say off the coast of Nova Scotia, so very seasonal, all the way up to $250 million in Greece. So a nice uh, a nice variety of islands. So you have for, something for, for everyone, basically. Exactly. You cover all, yeah. which you, people wouldn't really think. And I like your website that it's easy to remember. Private Island. Private Islands Online. Online, yeah. So okay, so you you have them all over the world, and let me ask you something. Now I'm sure people. Who are your clients? Is there any profile, or they all vary? Like who, who? What type? Is there a profile of a person that buys a private island? Well, I think I think the one common personality trait is they usually work for themselves. It could be a small business. Not all my clients are super wealthy, but they usually tend to be CEOs. You know, entrepreneurs. They usually want to do their own thing, and the islands aren't just a second or third vacation home for them. They're their projects, right? They like to take this little piece of the world and, and create their own little paradise, you know, fully aware that it's probably going to cost double than doing it on the mainland. But, you know, at the end of the day, uh, a lot of the clients that we have, they spend years on these projects. And and then and then they're hurt to sell because it's their dream, right? And then the next buyer is looking for their own thing. So a lot of the times islands that are completely finished um, are harder to sell. So in other words, so 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 you're saying that in general, if an island is not, de- if no one's developed it, it's probably easier to sell to someone than somebody who's had developed it in their well, own vision. Depends. Or it there's, depends. There's three. There's three different kinds of buyers. You know, the first group are, are developers, so they're looking for 
for an island that they can build a small boutique resort or a flagship resort. Then you have the people who are looking for a second vacation home, but it has to be an island. So they're not even necessarily looking at a particular country. They're looking at maybe a whole region like all of Central America, but the property has to be an island. And then the third group are people who already have waterfront property and they're upgrading to an island. So, And that's usually regional. So like north of Toronto, we have a region called Georgian Bay, and usually the people buying up there, they've already had property up there, just not as extravagant or private as an island. Right, right. Now, what is the nearest island to New York for sale in case Jerry or Ace want to buy it? What's the closest to New Well, York? upstate New York on the, on the St. Lawrence there, there's a, a handful of islands. But, I mean, the, the lake islands aren't nearly as popular as, as the ocean islands, the one that you can actually um, boat around, right? So the smaller the lake, the smaller the body of water, usually the price of the island goes down. So, in other words, if you, if you have lake, well, it is, I would think that oceanfront is more expensive than lakefront. But, in other words, an island on the lake would be less so give me so there's but so but would would you be able to get to them? You just well, yeah. I mean, it depends. I mean, there's like one Muskoka is a very uh, wealthy cottage country area north of Toronto, and then there's an area where they exist the three big lakes, uh, Lake Muskoka and Lake Joseph, and those ones are huge lakes and they're all connected. The islands there are very expensive. They start at about one and a half two million dollars. But there's lots to do, right? So a boater buys there, and they can go to a golf course. They can go to restaurants. They can explore for days. Um, but I have a client who has a small island on a t- like a tiny, tiny lake. It's, it's actually the only island on the lake. And, I mean, the nice thing is he can actually walk over in winter. It freezes. But in the summer, what's he going to do? He's going to putz around his little island on the little lake right, with his little boat. So most people looking to buy an island are usually boaters, so they're looking for bigger bodies of water. So the smaller the lake, generally the price goes down. Chris, can I ask, what possesses people to want to live on an island? Is it privacy? I don't think they live there full time. Do they, Chris? It it depends. I think, you know, there's more and more people. It's kind of like, you know, why do people buy expensive yachts? And and, and for some it's a luxury item. For some it's sort of... You know, it's kind of like a, a trophy property. Um, others, they just, you it's know, also, they like that. It's uh, also a bragging rights. We have a, a commercial break, but I would say, like, you can say, I own an island. Yeah. Okay? And yeah. that's Well, a, if, you, if you have the money to maintain it, you can say, sure, go for it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to be right back with Chris Carlo, uh, who is the CEO of Private Islands, Inc., uh, right after our commercial break. Hi, it's Joe Piscopo. I want to tell you about Giordino d'Oro Ristorante, home to some of the best Italian food that we have found in Manhattan, right around the corner from the radio station on 5 Gold Street. It's authentic, has wonderful service, has a classic, intimate setting. You can enjoy wine, a gourmet insalata, classic Italian dishes like ravioli quattro formaggi, made with homemade pasta stuffed with four gourmet cheeses, or linguine ai frutti di mare, a plethora of seafood, clams, scallops, shrimp, and calamari and a light tomato garlic virgin olive oil and herb sauce finished with a cannoli and cappuccino visit giordinodoro.com 
or call 212-514-6400 to make a reservation. Or just stop in. Benny is over there. He's the owner. James and Valentino are waiting for you. Tell them Joey sent you, Frankie sent you from the Piscopo Show on AM 970 The Answer. They're going to take great care of you. Come downtown to Giordino Dorm. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies. I had some uh, ulcer issues on my leg that I had from Vietnam. (laughs) It it would uh, erupt on occasion of periods of stress. When I was taking uh, uh, juices, uh, you know, these ulcers had disappeared, but I was not able to get good quality uh, fruits and vegetables to make good juices. And, you know, these ulcers came back. But since I've been taking the uh, fruit and the veggie capsules, uh, these ulcers again have subsided. Good health is only a phone call away. What are you waiting for? Don't miss your opportunity to get a free month's supply of Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-2468-751. That's 1-800-2468-751. Or go online to balanceofnature.com. Use promo code THEANSWER. Don't miss AM 970's Business Networking Breakfast on Thursday, October 19th. Steve Adubato will lead the discussion on growing your business and breaking through the clutter of digital and traditional marketing. Hear from digital strategy and marketing expert Isaac Rudansky, founder of Adventure Media and author of three number one best-selling Udemy courses on Google AdWords, remarketing, and landing page design. Also, hear from Phil Van Horn, president and CEO of Blue Rock Energy, Jeannie Zeno, professor of political science at Iona College and frequent Fox and Gary Goldberg, founder and CEO of Gary Goldberg Financial Services, about how to establish a brand and market through social media, online advertising, sports, and radio. Joe Piscopo and the morning team will be broadcasting live. A gourmet breakfast from DR Catering will be served. It's happening on Thursday, October 19th at Passaic County Community College in Wanakue. Entry is free, but you must register online at am970theanswer.com. The Salem Business Breakfast is sponsored by Blue Rock Energy. This is a special alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle tax problems. An open phone line has been established by National Tax Relief. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-210-0311 today. That's 1-800-210-0311. When you call, you'll get information and see if you qualify. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and can't afford to pay them back, there's no need to fear anymore. You may qualify for a program that could settle your tax problems and save you money. For free information and to see if you qualify, call National Tax Relief today at 1-800-210-0311. That's 1-800-210-0311. Call National Tax Relief today. one 800 210-0311. It's I on real estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back on the air, and uh, we're speaking with Chris um, Crowlow, who is the CEO of Private Islands, Inc., and we're just talking about how you can own an island from... Uh, Anywhere from inexpensive to expensive, and on this ocean. You can rent them as well. You yeah, can you rent can. Them too. So you can rent an island also. And then, how long mm-hmm. a period do you have to take a, an island for rent? 
Well, it depends. Um, we just uh, opened a private island resort in Belize. It's probably the world's most private. It's literally 20 miles off the coast, right on the reef, and it's just for one couple. So it's a beautiful, luxurious villa on this tiny island. And then behind it, there's a smaller little island where we have all the staff and the solar panels and the generator and all the things you generally don't want to see. So the staff basically comes back and forth. They serve, and then they go back. Wow. So it's, so it's a like, magnificent spot. What if you want to invite, like, a group of friends and you want to so – could you rent an island for a week? Or I guess everything is negotiated, right? I mean, who, with whoever owns them. Who owns uh, – whoever owns the island, I would assume. Well, I mean, we have a lot of islands that are just, you know, they're for rent. People own them, and they're not using them all the time, right? So basically like a, you know, um, for rent by owner type situation. And on the other side of the spectrum, you have the more more fancy, luxurious boutique resorts. And so the island that I just opened is sort of a, it's sort of a, a mix between the two. Usually when someone, they buy an island, they set it up for themselves, and then they decide to rent it out which is, you know, can, can be difficult if the island's too remote or if you've got composting toilets and solar system that, you know, isn't uh, that easy for for renters to use. Um, ours is a full-fledged resort. Well, that's great. So, um, let, so let me uh, ask you something. I mean, although I think that right now with the hurricane, I think people are kind of – I was talking to Ace and, and Jerry before the show, and we said, you know, I'm from originally Long Island, so when we got hit with Sandy um, – we were really in bad shape, um, so we uh, we lost electricity for like weeks and weeks and weeks, and um, there was just no, nothing open. And the, of course, the press will call and say, "Oh, well, I guess you'll never, you know, your values are going to go down, and no one's going to buy here." And I said to them, "Well, the people who love water love water." And uh, people who love the Hamptons, which didn't get devastated in Sandy, but the one before that they did. People that love water and people that love the ocean um, are going to, you know, I mean, there's always something. They're just, you know, and if you're afraid of what happens, if there's a hurricane, then I guess you wouldn't buy an island, correct? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's why you have to be very careful how you develop it, right? And luckily, Belize isn't in the, isn't in the line of the hurricane, so thank God for that. Um, but but it the, could be. What was the island that just got decimated, that it was um, not— well, yeah. yeah, Barbuda. Now, yeah, is there, in other words, is there a way you can develop an island to help prevent that? Well, sure. Build it out of concrete, right? Build mm-hmm. it high up. Build it out of concrete, concrete roofs, so no thatch roof. Yeah, and that's why, why insurance policies are so expensive to insure a building on an island um, for, that, for that very reason. Um, but, you know, a lot of owners, they, they kind of they, they plan for that, right? So... Make sure they got the extra funds if something happens, and of course you need to build. You got to build high up, build it out of concrete, and you know, and to some degree, cross your fingers, right? Well, you know, something as I said, you know, I, you know, I was in, I guess, uh, California when there were fires, and you know, they closed the airports and everything, and I remember when they finally reopened the airports, and I was on a plane coming back to New York. Say people said to me from California, well, you know, uh, we love California, we love the weather, and that's really part of, you know, what you, you, you know, that's part of the thing. You know, we have fires. And so I think that if you um, like water, whether it's an island or, or, or you live close to water, then, hey, you know, you have to know there's always a risk of something. So 
So, um, so let me ask you something. It's a really specialized. It's really specialized what you do, and I think if anyone's looking to buy an island, they should absolutely go to Chris's uh, website because it's a very specialized industry. I don't even know anybody else but you that's really in it. Uh, mm-hmm. How did you? Well, we had a whole show. We had a whole. Show I know. You know I, I I looked Islanders. you up. I saw you. Yeah. We we you had a whole show on that, didn't you? Yeah, well, you know, just still, it's still airing. Um, yeah, millions of viewers. We've done our 65 episodes. We've been all over the world. So and how it's did a, you get It's a involved? pretty legit show. How did you get involved? Yeah, I was, I didn't, you know, I, I just read about it on the yeah. internet, and I wasn't sure, because I said you didn't mention it, so <laughs> tell us about that. How does somebody find that? I mean, you can go on the internet, and it tells you. If you look up Chris, and well, it's I mean, K-R-O-L. Well, the finale episode just aired this past Sunday, um, finale of season four, where normally I'm the host of the show, and I show a client three islands, right? And they realistically buy one after half an hour. You know how realistic Well, that's like that million-dollar listing. <laughs> they, they, we negotiate $10 million off of the price in five seconds. Okay. Yeah, actually, and it's the same production company. So World of Wonder that produces million-dollar listing also produces my show, Island Hunters. Yeah. But anyways, yeah, so we've done 65 episodes, and normally I'm the host, and I show Clancy Three Islands, and then the finale episode was extra special. That's where I turned into the buyer, and I searched the world for the most private islands. So instead of staying in one location, looking at three islands, we went to Panama, we went to the Bahamas, and then we settled on these two little islands in Belize that I was already talking about. So, wait, so tell us, what was the most private island, the, the one in Belize? Well, for us, the most private wasn't the most remote. It was, you know, full service and privacy. So these two islands, like I mentioned before, Gladden, they're right out on the reef. You can't see any other structures on any other islands. So it's you can't see anything. It's like you're at the, at the end of the world. And when you look out, all you see is like a, it's like a jewelry box. It's colors of blue and green, probably 20, 30 different shades of blue when you look out. And you can actually see the, the the reef. You can see the waves crashing right over the reef. And you're so far out, and the the, it's the, the reef there is so thick that in front of the island is actually like glass. The water is so wow. calm. I bet you in a hurricane, the island probably wouldn't even really be affected because of the way it's set up. Well, right really, behind the Chris, reef. I mean, it's really a, special, a specialty, and you're the guy to go to. So, uh, again, if they want to get in touch with you, they should go to your website. Uh, yeah, if someone really wants to buy an island, just type it in and you'll find it. There's and they'll find you. That. And I want to thank yeah. you so much for being on our show. And uh, we hope you come back again. Have a great weekend. Okay, you have a great weekend, too. Thank okay, you. Okay, bye, everyone. Bye. Okay, take care. Jerry, I don't think he sells rat, rat islands. I don't, nope. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> I, mean, nice I didn't island. even want to ask him. But you mm-hmm. see, that's a, you know that's something that it's a thing that nobody would think to do. And he found a little niche that he made a living out of. You know, yeah, sometimes it's a very focused uh, area, and I think that uh, in real estate that can oftentimes be a good idea, right? To, to, well, to, to specialize in something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, like he 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 specializes in something. So, anyhow, uh, I'm glad that he was on the show and. Mm. Uh, uh, now I know about <coughs> islands if I ever want to buy one, but I really would want an island that's too remote because you know. Yeah, you like the yeah. order in uh, Chinese food. How do you do that on an island? You know, yeah, you know, at two a.m. 
Okay. Dottie, I had a question for you before you go to the next subject. You know, what do you think, I would mean to ask you, what do you think about these listings that say price upon request? You know, I've been in the business a long time, so we did that years. They did that yeah. years ago. I think it's against the law. I think you're supposed to put a price in. Uh, well, I, I I'll, I'll tell you. Let me let me explain the the thought process yeah, behind that. Yeah, why are that, people doing that? And yeah. it's kind of the thought process behind auctions. But see, an auction, which everyone thinks they're going to go and get a bargain, correct? You mm -hmm. think at an auction you're going to go there and you're going to get a bargain, and in actuality, most auctions are properties that took that didn't sell, and they need to do something. And what happens is the competition creates, like, okay, I'm bidding against somebody, and the bidding starts at a number, but it never really ends up there because then people are trying to win, and it's about winning, and it's not about that the owner tells you I'm not accepting your offer. Okay, it's about you want that. And with price on request, uh, it's usually going to be a high price, and they're hoping that people call and they probably can get them to see it or, or, or get to it. Because truthfully, uh, a lot of people tell you, this is my budget and this is what I will spend. And then they buy something that costs a lot more. And I remember when I was first in real estate and the buyers would, they would say, oh, buyers are liars. And I said, <laughs> why do you say that? And they said, because, well, they'll tell you what they want and what they think they want. And if you just give them what they want, then they don't like, then a lot of them don't like it. And then all of a sudden you'll find that they bought something else and it was a lot more than they said and it was, or it was in a different neighborhood completely or it was completely something that they didn't tell you or that they said they hated. But what happens is real estate is emotional. So you sometimes have to see something. And sometimes when I want to get somebody to see something that they don't really want to see because they don't want to go there. I'm like, look, please, this is on me. Do me a favor. I want to show you something. I know it's not what you want, but I think it's what you want. So so I think that price on, on demand or is they don't want to tell you the price because they probably think no one's going to call on it. And mm -hmm. I will tell homeowners when they're like, well, you didn't put my ad enough. And I'm like, listen, they're not going to call up on the most expensive property. And I would assume it's expensive. Um, right. I would that's not assume it's a I bargain. Get, yeah. yeah. And I find it frustrating because I'm like, you know, I kind of skip those. Not that I'm necessarily in the market, but I just kind of skip them. I'm like, I want to know, you know, what, what, what is the, you know, what is the offer price? Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so I, I just, yeah, I just want to add my own. Yeah, Are you ahead, all please. right? Yeah. But I think confidentiality has become a very important factor of why somebody sometimes would give you the listing. It's an exclusive listing and they would rather not you know, have the whole world know what their property is worth. Why? Why? Um, I mean, it's well, you can't do that. You know, you know, Esther, like, I'm sorry. If you, once you put your property on the market and let people in, that's, the people are going to know. And I have even had it with celebrities where they've called me and they've like, Dottie, like, I really don't want anyone to know that this is my property. And of course, we're confidential. But, once you bring somebody in, if you have pictures all over the place of yourself getting Academy Awards, someone's going to figure it out. And if I went to a movie star who had, a, a, you know, their property, well, I would tell my friends. So I'm sorry. I don't, and I don't even think it's legal. I, I, I will check with the law, but if I recall, you have to put a price in. Well, yes, if you're going to go exclusive, if you're going to Well, uh, anyway, take really, 
But the only reason people do that, and that was really the question, is not for confidentiality. Trust me on it. The people do that because they have a higher price. They don't think anyone's going to call on it. And if you don't know the price, you're going to maybe make a call just to find out. All right? So that's kind of pretty much why they do it. Uh, because real estate is public knowledge. If anyone wants to get the information, they can. And once you put your house on the market, whoever's going to see it is going to know the price. So once one person knows or one broker knows, it's out there. So I don't, you can't be confidential and keep your house a secret and uh, sell it. It's just no no way to do that. Um, so I, 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 that's that's the best I can answer it. Why do you see a lot of that going on, Jerry? I don't see a lot of it. I just I was always curious, and um, you know, as a I'm from the consumer standpoint, I just find it frustrating. I, I always when I see that, I'm always like, why are they doing that? Just, I always pass it by, Jerry. If, if yeah, there's no right, price, me too. I, I just don't me even too. look. Yeah, either. and especially but, today when people want it, to be so. People don't. People want honesty. They want you know. They yeah. don't want you to say. TLC needs a little tender love, which means right. it's what a disaster. Okay, yeah. which means yeah. uh, like it's so bad. They yeah. want you to write it's bad. Okay, but, but, but you know, I see, they, I see Ezra's point also. I think there are some people that that you know they're secretive. They don't want the neighbors to know. But I think a good agent maybe would counsel that person and say, "Look, I understand your concerns, but you're entering mm-hmm. the marketplace now, and you have to you know effectively market it. And one of the things to do is tell people." You know what you're what you're uh, asking for it, so that you know because maybe people think that it's higher priced than it really is, and then they'll they'll actually come and see it where they might avoid it if it's priced upon request because they think it's too expensive. I you don't know, know I, mean. I think years ago the whole idea was get somebody into a home and don't give them any information. Okay, just <laughs> let them go in and and, and you know. <laughs> Once they get in, maybe they'll like it, and maybe they won't, Caveat but they'll get in. Yeah. But now everything really is people want to know. And if it's in bad condition, Hold they're going to know. And not only that, people can rate. There's a lot of what, sites where people, customers write down, I just saw this property, and they tell you what they think of it. Well, I feel like mm-hmm. with the Internet, if they want to know, they can find out, right? So, right. so mm-hmm. that's right. over. I mean, you know, the Internet is great, but we all have lost a lot of privacy, yeah. um, and that's a fact. So, uh, you know, but, you know, I'm going to do uh, this a topic that I don't want to start now because I have two minutes, but we didn't do it last week. And uh, we talked about it and then and about the uh, it was in Bloomberg News about uh, your grand, you know, your parents and your grandparents, depending how old you are uh, and the new assisted living and uh, how much that, you know, what they're building luxury assisted livings. And uh, it's very big, um, Mm -hmm. very big. 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Thank you. And we're going to 866-970-thank you, 9622. And we're going to be right after the commercial break or the 11 o'clock news. Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank N.A. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.